Jay Binkley joins us now, and after hours is at six thirty. It's Bink at nighttime. Jay, how are you, my man? What's going on, Dust Man? How are you and JT doing? Uh, JT's pretty fired up. Good. Um, good. He, he always picked, is. He picked a good year to start working at this organization. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Uh, how are, are you? Are you? Are you maintaining, or are you? Are you there? Uh, we're maintaining, my friend. We're maintaining. Okay. We're, we're we're very excited about uh, the weekend. You're much more calm than I am on a Friday night before the Super Bowl. I am calm, but uh, it's the calm before the storm, my friend. You're gonna be so it'll, it'll amplify tomorrow. You'll watch a lot of waste management tournament, and then you'll. Oh. And isn't that great? How how much fun oh. is that? I love it. I love the PGA being back. I watch yeah. it every weekend. I watch. Every week from well, it started on Wednesday and then it's moved to Thursday now. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I love it, us man. Yeah, and just a heads up on the uh, foreplay uh, uh, podcast. It's a, a golf. That's not a sexual thing, Bigley. It's a, a golf. <laughs> it's a golf podcast. They had Paige Sporanic on it. No, did they really? They did. They did. It's good. She's uh, she's relatively attractive. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And Patrick yeah. Mahomes is somewhat good at football. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Um, so let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about this uh, little matchup, right? This is the Super Bowl. This is the biggest game of the year, and I have to think when you start with advantages, you have to think about guys that have been there. And when I peel that back even more, I think about guys that are going to be around the football a lot and more often than others. And I go to the quarterback position. I'm a fan of Brock Purdy. I think he's got a good future. He was good enough at Iowa State. He's been good enough for the 49ers. Is he good enough, Binkley, to shock the world and beat the Kansas City Chiefs? I don't think so. He makes too many mistakes down the stretch. I think this defense takes advantage of mistakes, and I think he'll be pressured. And when he's pressured, it's not good. And I think the Chiefs will, and Spagnuolo will dial up pressure for Rock Purdy. I do like him, though. I can't wait for the 30 for 30, Dusty. Yeah. That uh, Why every team in the league passed on Brock Purdy including the 49ers till the seventh round. Yeah. Uh, why did everybody pass on a guy? Because everybody looks at quarterbacks. They spend all their time researching the quarterbacks, their previous girlfriends, talking to their coaches, you name it. Mm-hmm. But yet they didn't figure out Brock Purdy could lead a team, which is insane to me. So can't wait for the 30 for 30 on that, how he slipped by everybody. Uh, but still, he makes too many mistakes down the stretch. Do you believe in this take that I had tonight that I understand the left side of that offensive line for San Francisco is going to be locked up. They have the best left tackle in the game. There's no secret in that, right? But why not just load up the pressure on the right side where you make Brock Purdy see it, right? Some people, when they see it coming, they, they falter. And I, and I go back to that. And I'm not saying his offensive line is terrible, but the right side is significantly less superior than the left side. There's no, if fans are butts around that. And I, I wonder, because you go back to the the Tampa Bay Chiefs Super Bowl, where as soon as Mahomes saw pressure, he bailed, right? He ran for what was it, like 200-plus yards uh, yeah. uh, behind the line of scrimmage. Can you kind of see that kind of happening with the with the 49ers? Like Spags almost be like, hey, I'm going to tell you that I have pocket aces before the flop. I don't care what you bet. <laughs> this is what I have. Let's see how you react to it. I think he's going to do that. I think he's going to blitz from all different directions. I think you're going to see Nick Bolton blitzing from the middle. I think Leo Chanel, when he comes in, will blitz uh, from wherever he's at, and I think you'll see a lot of secondary blitzes. I think they're going to try to confuse Brock Purdy. It's something Spags does, and uh, he was able to confuse Tom Brady, so why can't he uh, confuse uh, Brock Purdy? I think that's uh, 
you know, pretty simple to think about uh, how much he douse pressure from all different directions. So, yeah, I mean, I've seen Brock Purdy at the end of games. Obviously, we all know the 49ers won, a, won in 31 in Shanahan's last uh, 31 games where they've had a, at least a five-point lead in the fourth quarter. Mm. And, yes, it hasn't changed in the, uh, in the postseason here. But typically, when they're behind, they stay behind because they'll, they'll throw interceptions like Purdy did against Bynum. Uh, for the Vikings, he threw two picks at the end of the game when they had a chance to win the game. The last big defense that Brock Purdy played was the Ravens defense that he threw four interceptions with. Yeah, uh, ended up sitting the rest of the game because the game was over. Ravens technically had a better defense than the Chiefs by how much that's you can get into the semantics of that. Yeah. But how do you see the Chiefs really putting pressure on Brock Purdy? Like, where are the strong points for the Chiefs defense against the weak points of the San Francisco 49ers starting quarterback? Well, I think they can, and it goes back to last year when the Chiefs put up 529 yards, 400 or uh, 44 points mm-hmm. um, against the 49ers, and they had McCaffrey at the time. It was Jimmy Garoppolo quarterback, so let's put that out there that it was him. But uh, the Chiefs aren't afraid of the 49ers, and uh, shut down number one receivers. Something they do with Jerry Sneed, with Trey McDuffie, shut down Brandon Ayuk. Hopefully, Debo Samuel in this game. I think the Chiefs can have an advantage. Chiefs are the fourth best uh, pass defense mm-hmm. in the National Football League for a reason. They're number two in total points. They're number two in total defense. Number two in sacks for a reason. This defense is the only defense not to give up at least 30 points this year. 27 is the high mark against this defense this year. So I absolutely love the way this defense is playing. I also bring up the point that there's a little bit of similarities with this matchup to me, similar to the matchup that we saw in the AFC championship game, not roster wise, not like, you know, roster V roster, but in a point of pressure V pressure, right? Mahomes's yeah. pressure is just basically like, can he just keep winning rings to get closer and closer to Brady? That's not really a ton of pressure, in my opinion, towards anybody who's going to play for another 10 years and who's already won two. It seems like the immense amount of pressure is on the other side of, can Kyle Shanahan finally win the big game? Can Brock Purdy prove to the world that he can be a championship quarterback? Can the 49ers beat the Kansas City Chiefs who just continuously go to the Super Bowl and win? And we saw this happen in the past when teams would play the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl And not a lot of times would they win. The only time they lost was against Eli Manning twice, and they lost to Nick Foles in the the Philadelphia Eagles, which was a bizarre game for them. I think we can all say that. That can happen. But don't you feel the same vibes? Like there was a lot of pressure on Baltimore to win that game, AFC Championship game, hosting it, Lamar Jackson MVP. This is their year, and we saw what happened. Kind of the same. Am I not wrong or right about this with San Francisco? No, I think it's good. I think it's good the Chiefs went on the road in Buffalo and won, went on the road in Baltimore and one, and they'll go on. Well, it's it's the road still in Las Vegas, even though True. they've never lost in Vegas. Mahomes ten and zero indoors. Uh, to be honest with you, I think it's a good matchup for the Chiefs. And uh, you know, like I said, like they went to San Francisco last year. That was my favorite win of last year when they put up four hundred and uh, or forty four points, five hundred twenty nine yards, and uh, schooled the Forty ers but I have I have no worries. You know, I have no worries about Brandon Ayuk or Debo Samuel. Christian McCaffrey does concern me at times, but this right. Chiefs uh, run defense has been so good this postseason, so it concerns me less than going into the postseason. So you and I are very similar when we watch these games. We try to pinpoint one, maybe two matchups that we'll watch throughout the game. What are one to two matchups you're watching with this Chiefs team versus 49ers team in Vegas on Sunday? I think Christian McCaffrey, the fact that they're 18th against the run during the regular season, they've been different uh, in the postseason, obviously having Nick Bolton back 
helps out having Drew Tranquil out there, uh, Leo Chanel out there as well helps this run game. But if they can bottle up Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. if they can stop the six, seven, eight-yard runs or him breaking away for a touchdown or catching a ball out of the backfield in third and four and picking up seven yards, uh, that's a big thing. But spying, uh, not necessarily spying Brock Purdy, even though he's a pretty good runner. He's a better runner than people give him credit for um, and can scramble. But stopping Christian McCaffrey, I think that's the uh, that's the number one goal for the Chiefs. You can't save Patrick Mahomes. Who wins Super Bowl MVP? Uh, Kelsey. Okay. I think Kelsey's the leading receiver in this game. It could be Rasheed Rice, but I think it's going to be Travis Kelsey. No Isaiah Pacheco love. You know what? I, I would take an Isaiah Pacheco anytime touchdown, but I think Travis Kelsey will end up with the yards. He seems to when him going against George Kittle, he wants to uh, prove himself, and I'll take Kelsey. Okay. Um, you'll be on Sunday post game. You've got the character concerns podcast. You got the draft coming up. It's the best time of the year. Binkley. Um, I can only imagine that you've got to have a special, a special brew that you'll, you'll have if the chiefs win the Super Bowl. Is there any sort of maybe like a, is, does Binkley dive into the champagne or does he have a bourbon yeah. or something like that? Or is it just strictly like a, a chocolate oatmeal stout that you just enjoy with another victory and, and, and sit back and relax? Wasty Spomani when it comes to champagne, but beer, uh, <laughs> Boulevard Irish Ale is out now. So Boulevard Irish Ale is something I have in stock. Okay. It is something I will be drinking this weekend. Hey, if, man. If if they win. If they win. If they win. That's the, that's the big one. Hey, we'll be. But I'm uh, waiting. I'm waiting. We'll be tuned in, and I'll promise you if they win the Super Bowl, I will call into your show on Sunday night, and we will have ourselves so. a conversation, and, and hopefully we're enjoying uh, a third uh, Lombardi trophy underneath Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and a fourth. And franchise, then we're getting up there, man. You're you're getting real close to greatness if they if they get a fourth in the franchise. Well, I'm hoping so, man. I'm hoping this dynasty. I think they're in the middle of the dynasty right now, so hopefully it continues. And I hope that you and I are talking on Sunday night. No doubt about it, Binkley. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, and we'll talk to you on Sunday with the, hopefully a Chiefs victory and have a good Friday night. All right, brother. Take care.